Hi guys, so earlier today I was driving randomly, right? Just random. Um, and usually this is how the Holy Spirit does it with me um, when it's time for some cleansing or when it's time for him to do something um, or when he wants to just bring something to my attention. I'm in the most vulnerable place I've ever been in my life with him. Um, just before him, just he know how I feels about my, he know how I feel about my heart. Um, my heart is just, I, I, I really watch over it with diligence. I know God watches over it even more than I do, um, even more diligently than I do. But when it comes to matters of the heart, I take it very seriously. And I'm very like attentive to my heart in matters of the heart. Um, and this is what God wants. He wants us to be good stewards of our heart. But in order to be a good steward, you got to keep your heart before God by letting him show you the things that are in it, right? So I was randomly driving and I heard the Holy Spirit say personality restored. And I was like, wow. And he started beginning, he began to minister me, minister to me about my personality and just about how, um, how pleasant I was, you know, to be with and to be around. And I, I always consider, I used to can always consider myself socially awkward and I, I heard him clearly say, I need you to renounce. I need you to renounce how you have called yourself socially awkward. I need you to renounce how you have pretty much taken on that as a part of your identity and part of your personality, because I did not call you to be socially awkward. I did not call you to be, um, you know, afraid of people. And, 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 and I was just like, what? And so before I even looked up what the definition of socially awkward was, I heard the Holy Spirit say um, peer rejection because I'm like, wait, what? You know, I like to research things. I'm like, OK, so what is socially awkward really even mean? I've been saying that I'm socially awkward all this time. I've been claiming it as a part of myself. And um, I, I looked up the definition and pretty much um, people become socially awkward when they are rejected by their peers. And so. Literally all day, not all day, but like for most of my day as I was, and I was driving guys. Okay. I was driving and the Holy Spirit took me through every time in my life where I was, I felt betrayed and by, and this was, this was by friends. I felt betrayed any, any time where I have ever felt betrayed by friends or any time where, you know, yeah, where I, I literally felt betrayed by friends. And um, what God did for me today was he freed me from, I said, I, and after I was done with everything, after I had confessed everything, you know, there were some things that I had to repent for that I had done and, you know, how I had betrayed, you know, people in, throughout my life. Like, I mean, this was stuff from elementary school up, you know what I'm saying? And um, he took me down a list and I don't, you know, I don't want you guys to think that just because you receive salvation and, you know, I understand that Jesus um, clears us from all unrighteousness. I understand that he, he, um, his blood cleanses us, you know, from the past and cleanses us from sins and all that. I get that. But there's some deep trauma that sometimes you just got to go through. You got to dig through with the Lord. The Lord has to kind of pull up, you know, and so um, he took me through betrayals today and I, I asked him, you know, uh, he he told me he was just like today I'm I take today I he I'm, I wrote it down in my notes because I didn't have I wrote it down in my phone because I at the time I didn't have a notebook handy, and he said today I take the fear of man, fear of being rejected, 
trust issues, the fear of betrayal, and I take the social social awkwardness. And so, I mean, these were the five things that he took for me today. And at the end of it all, when it all was done, I said, okay, God, he said, and he, he brought me back to the scripture where he says, um, when you confess your sins, I'm faithful and just to forgive you and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. And so as I, I just went through a, lot, a list, it was a long list of things that, of betrayals that I didn't even know were betrayals. And these betrayals had led me to have a fear, um, a fear of man and just a fear of being betrayed. You know, a fear of what man might do. And the word tells us this. The word tells us this in, let me see. Um, hold on one second. I'm sorry, guys. So the word tells us this in Psalms 118.6. It says, the Lord is with me. I'm not, I'm, I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? Another translation says, the Lord is with me, so I wouldn't have no fear. What can mere people do to me? We're not even supposed to be walking with a fear of being betrayed, with the fear of being hurt. God does not want us living with those fears and those insecurities, living with living on edge, living in a state of paranoia, living in a state of, 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 of always thinking that somebody got it out for you, living in a state of suspicion. God does not want you suspicious in your relationships, thinking that, oh, you know, everybody is just out to get you. Somebody is out to hurt you. You're like, God doesn't want us living like that. Okay, well, what are they going to do now to hurt me? Or what's going to, you know what I'm saying? What's going to happen? Uh, how is this person going to turn on me? You know, you're so used to being betrayed throughout your life. You're so used to being rejected throughout your life. You're so used to being left throughout your life. In all of your relationships, you, you look for that to happen because this is what has happened thus far. And yes, you know, sometimes there's generational curses. Sometimes there's demonic patterns that come into play. But sometimes there's just deep-rooted issues and deep-rooted wounds from one incident and one trauma that has occurred in your life. And we just sometimes, we, we, we think when people do us wrong, especially when it's someone you love and it's a friend, you know, we kind of just, we don't really deal with things underneath the surface about those things and about how they, like he literally took me down the line of things and he asked me how these things made me feel. These incidents made me feel, and I had to tell him, this made me feel betrayed. This made me feel rejected. This made me, I was humiliated. One of them, it made me, I felt humiliated, you know? And these are the the emotions that I felt at that time when when I was telling him. And um, he he said, well, how did that make you feel when, you know, when when they did that? And I felt, and and one of my emotions was, I'm just sharing some, a little bit about, a little bit of things, how I felt when those things happened to me. And I said, one of those, I said, I I didn't feel good enough, you know? And sometimes this is what happens when you're abandoned. This is what happens when, you know, um, you're used to being left or abandoned your whole life. You don't feel like you're good enough. You know what I'm saying? So even in your relationships where people are, you know, telling you things that, you know, telling you how valuable you are, telling you how loved you are. It's, it's not it's not easy for you to accept those things because your whole life, the people that you have value, the people that you have loved have kind of just, you know, <laughs> deemed you unlovable at some, certain times and certain points of your life, you know. And so um, those things I had to I had to really like he really just brought me through. And I I didn't even really think that I had been betrayed that many times in my life. Like and so he really took me back to childhood things like, no, this was betrayal. 
you you were betrayed here you felt betrayed here like he took me through these different things and then even when he said you betrayed them you this was wrong you betrayed them here you this they felt betrayed here and i had to repent and i said god I, 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 I repent for all of the times where I made that the time where I made that person feel betrayed the time where I was wrong and I did that to that person and made them feel less of a person or hurt their feelings or you know her I had to repent for the times where I betrayed people too you know and I, I, I even asked God like God you know I thank you that you know the people that I have betrayed in life like I thank you for them being restored you know I thank you for this opening up the opportunity for them to get healing and receive healing as well you know so God really took me down a list of trails today and really um, freed me from the fear of man and the fear of what man might do to me we're not supposed to be living in fear and and the word says perfect love casts out all fear and then I heard the Holy Spirit say now what friend do you have that can ever a friends can't free friends he said I'm the only friend that you have that will ever that will ever be able to free you and 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 the way that he talked to me was like it was a it was like I was talking to my friend when he was taking me through these betrayals, when he was, when I, it was like I was talking to him as if I were my friend. He was telling me we, we were talking, we were, we were discussing these things that had happened to me. And he was just asking me how I felt. And it was like a counselor, but it was more like I was talking to somebody I had known. It was my friend. You know what I'm saying? Uh, sometimes when you have a counselor, you don't always know them like that. You ain't, you ain't always friends. You ain't friends with your counselor, you know, but this is a counselor that I actually know as a friend. And he was just like, I'm the only friend that you have that will ever be able to free you. And, and I'm just like, wow, you know, and I just, and, and after all that was said and done and he was said, he, he just was like, now you're ready for new relationships. You know what I'm saying? And I think I just. The whole time, you know, sometimes we don't even understand what the things that we unknowingly deal with, not unknowingly, like we, we suppress them. We know it's there. We just don't. Sometimes we don't know how to identify it. Or we just sometimes overlook it because it's, we dealt with it so long, it's become a part of us. I know that's happened to me where these things were just a part of me for so long. These things were a part of my personality for so long. I had took social, so being socially awkward in as my personality for so long. And he's like, no, if you're going to be uh, my mouthpiece, if you're going to speak for me, if you're going to have a platform, you cannot be socially awkward. I didn't call you to be that. These you 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 became that as a result of these traumas, as the as a result of these betrayals, as a result of these things that have happened to you by people around you. But I did not call you to be like that. Did I call you to have a whole bunch of friends? No. But did I call you to be social? Yes. Did I call you to be able to speak to people? Yes. And so the things that I was speaking over myself were actually as um come at the enemy of my minute of the ministry that God has put in me you know the the enemy of who I really am and so me being quiet and me you know not really having much me not really saying much always having much to say but just not saying much it just came from these things that happened in my life that caused me to go within myself I, I became an introvert it wasn't always like that and so he restored my personality today. And I was in the grocery store this morning. I was just smiling. And I don't really smile like that. 
but I was just smiling at people, just random, just very courteous, very just, and it, I didn't even realize I was doing it until the Holy Spirit pointed it out to me. And he said, this is who you are. Like you are the woman that smiles. You are the woman that's kind. You are the woman that's courteous. You are the woman that, when, you know what I'm saying? I was just smiling. And all these people were just smiling at me too. And I was just smiling. I was just like, oh, sorry, you know, excuse me. Just, just, just smiling. I, I don't think I've ever just walked around smiling like that. I mean, one, we've been in COVID, so my mask being on all the time. But it's just like, even, I just don't, I don't, I don't think I've ever just walked around smiling like that. But he was just, but him bringing that to my attention, it opened up the door to all of these things that he wanted to bring to my attention today, to these deep things. And so if you are one who has been betrayed, who has experienced betrayal after betrayal after betrayal, especially in your friendships or in your relation, close relationships by people that you love, by people that you wanted in your life, you know, um, and also abandonment can be a, a form of betrayal as well. Um, one of the things that God had to really show me, he said, I, I know that you weren't in a good place then. You know, I know that you, you, you know, you were going through some things then and you may have had some nasty ways then. But he said, even with all of the things that were bad on the inside of you, you still didn't deserve that. And so God really like for a long time, I just thought the word like, dang, I was so messed up. I was so jacked up. I was so nasty. I was so this. I was so that. And I'm like, OK, yeah, I may have been. But God just had to bring an awareness like, no, but you still didn't deserve that. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes people will make you feel like, you know, make you feel so bad about yourself when you're already in a bad place. And then you don't feel like you're worth anything or you don't feel like you're good enough to be with or to have around because of all of the stuff that's wrong with you. And that's why when it comes to people being messed up, when it comes to people being nasty, when it comes to people being a certain type of mean, I, I, I get it. I used to have outbursts of anger. I used to treat people very bad and I lost a lot of relationships behind it. And I always walk with that shame and that guilt because of that. And I was afraid to even kind of be in relationships sometimes because I didn't know, you know, I didn't know how to really not be destructive because I had so I had been through so much trauma. And so I have so much compassion on people who go through that. I'm able to eat to still even see the beauty in them because nobody saw the beauty in me at that time. But God. And, and I didn't know that then, but I know that now when he's telling me, like, even with all of that, I saw you then. I knew you then. I knew who you were then. And even then, you didn't deserve that. Even then, you still were, you still, you know, you still were, were worth sticking with. You still were worth staying with. You still were worth having around. You know what I'm saying? And he just, man, the father just builds you up. He will build you up. The Holy Spirit, who is our, our friend, will build you up. And, um, and yeah, so abandonment is a form of betrayal. Somebody, you, you know, you, 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 you know that you want to stay in your life and who should be there, but they just up and they just leave and you feel betrayed by that when you expecting someone to stay. And so not only does abandonment, um, invest loneliness but it also it's a it's a form of rejection and it's a form of betrayal especially when it's done by someone you really love like a parent you know so um or even a friend you know so um yeah god has had me deal with betrayals today 
and I'm coming into my personality, who I who I truly am. You know, the personality that God has given me, being free to love. You know what I'm saying? I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready to love, okay? And I'm not just I'm not just talking about romance. I'm talking about people. You know, people. I'm ready to see the best in people because you can't tell me that you walking around here and you fear you fearing what a person might do to you talking about you love. Perfect love casts out all fear now. Now you afraid in your relationships, you terrified. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. And this person ain't gave you no reason to even believe that they will hurt you. But you going in like, I don't know. I, they might they might betray me. They might lie. They might cheat. They might steal. They might kill. You know what I'm saying? If you going in like that, that's paranoia. And that is the fear of man. And you need to get free. And that is the fear of what man might do to you. We're not supposed to be. We're supposed to know that our father in, in God. This is when I broke down. This is when I broke down when he said. Now, you do not have to fear man anymore. When he said that, I about lost it, okay? I, I mean, because only nobody really knew that. Of, you know, I, I never really shared that with nobody. The fear of man and the fear of what man might do to me. I don't have to fear that no more. Because my father is for me. I have a God who's for me, who protects me, who loves me, who not going to leave me. No matter how ugly this heart gets. Or, well, not get, because it's, it's never going to get ugly, but it's going to get be more beautiful as time goes. But, you know, no matter how ugly this heart was, love me then and loves me now. And that's the reason why I've been able to come this far is because of his love, because of his grace. Literally, that's the only reason why. And when he said that. It was just like a whole, it brings me to a whole nother, another level of trust in him as my father. And not only just as my father, but as my friend who sat there and listened to me today talk about how I felt, you know, how, about, about how those things made me feel and was able to be honest about how those, it, all of the emotions that I felt at that time, no matter how silly they may have seemed, no matter how embarrassing they may have seemed. I still was able to talk to him about it without any fear of judgment. We should not even be living in, in with the fear of judgment, not only from God, but from man. If you're if you have received Jesus, if you have received, you know, Christ as your Lord and Savior, you no longer have to fear judgment. Not only do you not have to fear judgment, but you don't have to fear the judgment that comes from man. And I'm going to leave you guys with that scripture again. Psalm 118.6. It says, the, the Lord is for me, so I will have no fear. What can mere people do to me? Amen. I pray that this reaches you and finds you and gives you hope and gives you comfort and lets you know that God cares about everything that has happened to you and everything that does happen to you and everything that will happen to you. He cares. He cares. This is not just something that he's not. This is not. A, this is not. You know what I'm saying? He's God, but he's our father. Amen.